1: NFL, fantasy, college. Man, this guy does it all. Oh my goodness. This is sick. Put this to music. Time to check in with rotowire.com's football guru, John McHechney. What are you doing on your phone? I am fixing my fantasy football lineup. On In the Zone. We're well, on the farm. is kind
0: of live back. Ain't much an old country ball We can't hack. early to rise, early in the sight.
1: John McHackney, fantasy analyst guy. over at rotowire.com. On Twitter, you can find him at Johns underscore tailgate. And if you have any pertinent starter sick questions, I can fit a couple of those in, 50857. John and I can go back and forth there. How was your holiday, my friend?
0: Oh, it was great. Uh, I had the honor of uh, making the stuffing th- this year, and wow. uh, it garnered rave reviews from from the table. And uh, I don't think it was completely list, lip service, but uh, you know, either way, I was proud of it. I was proud to uh, put food on, on the table for everybody. So happy with that. Good to see everybody. Good to be home uh, for a week. But uh, glad to be back in the in the mix down here in Atlanta too. Uh, as we get into like the the, uh, the heart. Of the football season,
1: that's a big move. I don't think I've ever made food for Thanksgiving.
0: I mean, it's a it's it's a daunting task, and you know that week is just crazy in general. It's like where do you find the time? So uh, it gives you a bit of an appreciation for for those that that uh, that do have to chef up every year <clears throat> every year on Thanksgiving.
1: Um, are you in the? Are you now entering the mindset of just trying to mentally prepare yourself for the SEC championship this weekend?
0: Absolutely, Um, it it terrifies me. Any any time that man Nick Saban is on the opposing sideline, uh, you got to be a little bit worried. Um, You know, Alabama's gotten so hot uh, to to end the season, and you know, I I take no stock or or put no stock into what happened last week. I think the Iron Bowl is classically just a weird game. I mean, Bryce Young's Heisman year, they they basically had had to have that game uh, gifted to them by by some questionable decision making by. Uh, Auburn down the stretch there. Auburn totally had that game and blew it. Um, kind of a similar deal here. Fourth and thirty-one. You you rush two. Uh, you, you get what you what you ask for in that situation. But I think Bama their run game uh, this year, especially with the with the threat that Jalen Milrow poses uh, with his legs, is is pretty terrifying against a Georgia defense that that is. Pretty notably like a, a click or two behind where it was the, these last couple of years. I went to the Georgia Tech game last weekend, was not overly impressed by how Georgia played, but uh, similar to that, Bama and Auburn last week, I don't put a ton of stock into that one. I think we're going to see A games from both sides there.
1: All right, let's dive into the fantasy football side. We'll get a college football pick for you before we get you on out of here. I have a Dak Prescott dilemma. Curious to get your thoughts on this one. I am beefing up my roster, making a playoff run. I think I've got a team that's worthy of a championship run. So I made a big-time trade. I brought in Dak Prescott as my new quarterback. Now, I already have Tua on my roster, but I don't really trust Tua for the stretch run, which is why I wanted to make this aggressive move. Now, both of them are on my team, and I can only start one. I have the natural human inclination to want to start the guy I just traded for. But, and he plays tonight, you know, so you get the standalone appeal. All of my reasonings are very childish. I have a new toy. (laughs) I want to play with it. I think Tua has a better matchup. So, do you understand the dilemma, and can you talk me into either direction?
0: I absolutely do. Um, and I mean, this is really tough uh, for for your part, because you're you're parsing out what what Redwire has as the number one and number three uh, quarterbacks on our on our rankings for for this week, but you know who's number one? It's Dak Prescott. And I know yeah. the Thursday game can, can be a little bit tricky, but both of those teams. Uh, I w- love when the schedule makers get it right, and they they put two teams with equal rest playing each other on a Thursday. That's what we have here tonight, uh, going up against Seattle. Seattle is teetering. I know that Washington is over the course of the season proven to be a, a much worse defense than Seattle's, but. Seattle has just, over the last few weeks, maybe a month or so, just really taken a downturn. I know they still have some talent on that defense, more so than what Washington has, but two would have to go on the road. Dallas has been absolutely nails at home th- this year. I mean, I think over the last three games, I know one of them was on the road, but they've won by like a combined 90 points. They are just rolling right now, rolling to the point where it's like I, there's nothing that would stop me from starting Dak Prescott this week.
1: Alright, there you go. Uh, He's in the lineup. I'm just going to leave it and I'm going to let it ride and uh, we'll have some fun tonight. Is there anybody on the other side of the equation, the Seattle side, that you want to get away from? I know Kenneth Walker looks like he's not going to play. Zach Charbonnet didn't have a great week last week. That was against San Francisco, but it's not like he takes much of a step down in terms of class um, as far as his defensive opponent.
0: No, exactly. And I I have a lot of Charbonnet. And when I was hosting the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast earlier today, Charbonnet was definitely the the player that was asked uh, the most about. And you you kind of have the heat turned up on you having to make that decision tonight. But I think that basically, unless you're in a PPR league uh, where you're just kind of counting on Charbonnet to catch a bunch of checkdowns, I don't see the appeal for, for him tonight. I don't think that, A, he's run nearly as well as I was expecting him to, this year, I think that that offensive line not generating, a, generating a, a ton of push up front. And I think the fact that it, you know we have a, a nine-point spread, and that might even be generous to, to Seattle, I think Dallas is going to crush them tonight. So Seattle just might not be getting uh, much in the way going on, on the scoreboard. And really, you're just counting on checkdowns for Charbonnet to, to allow him to hit value for you as, as a flex or an RB2 option. I'm staying away if I can.
1: We're talking to John McHickey, fantasy analyst from rotowire.com. 18 carries, 76 yards, two touchdowns for Derrick Henry this past week. Is that the last gasp of a falling legend or is this a fantasy star reborn? Perhaps a dramatic way to ask that question, but where do you, where do you land on on Henry? I think we have him
0: as an RB1 for for this week. I don't I don't know if we're we're going to really catch a lot of vintage Henry performances uh, the, the rest of the way, and you know, it's important to note that that was against Carolina. Indianapolis has a bad defense. I, I will say that their front seven is not overly impressive to me, and, and Tennessee has been good at home. So I, I think that Henry's a definite must start this week. But you know, if you if you kind of zoom out uh, and can can play around a little bit with like DFS this week, I wouldn't have a ton of Derrick Henry exposure. I think we're looking at a solid output from him and and likely at least one trip to the end zone. But I don't think this is like that monster nuclear Derrick
1: Henry week. What about Zach Moss? He kind of zooms right back towards the top of the rankings. I would think Jonathan Taylor is out for a couple of weeks. Does he become somebody that is an auto must start like he was at the start of the season?
0: Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely firing him back up, especially with, you know, six pretty important teams being on by this week. I think that that was going to elevate his stock regardless. And with Jonathan Taylor being out for this next little bit, Um, I really like Moss this week. I I kind of liken him to when you haven't worn a a pair of jeans in a while, maybe since like last winter or something, you put them on and there's like a twenty dollar bill in there. That's kind of what. Uh, having Zach Moss still on your roster and having not cut him when Jonathan Taylor returned feels like because it's, it's, it's found money That's at, so at this point, it, uh, right? I mean, it, it it's just, really good. It, 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 it feels good. It works. I mean, it, it just, you know, you, you can cash in on that. So I, I feel like Moss is definitely startable for this week and for the entire duration of Jonathan Taylor's absence. And, you know, Tennessee better against the run than it is against the pass. but Moss is going to be busy. We, we've seen him uh, have a lot of success over the course of the year when he's been given that featured role. He's got it again. I'm starting him without thinking twice.
1: Man. And you got me thinking about the last time that I, I put my hand in my pocket and found a twenty. It's been way too long. I can't remember the last. It's definitely happened. I think I need to start shoveling cash in my pockets so that this uh, that this occurs more frequently.
0: There you go. It's called setting yourself up for for success.
1: It's investing in yourself, your future self. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it is the life equivalent equivalent of stashing a handcuff. The Ernest Johnson might be one of those guys. It looks it looks like Travis Etienne is on the injury report. Okay, let's get to a couple of these. Questions on the text line, and we'll get you on out of here. Uh, This person says, I'm playing Charbonnet tonight based on Alave probably playing. uh, I'm going to whittle down this question because it's sort of convoluted. Basically, if Alave does play, Alave, Nico Collins, Jalen Warren, you got to cut one. So, assuming Alave goes, otherwise the decision is made. Um, I I would say that, that,
0: boy, it's hard to bench Warren right now. I I think... Nico Collins would be the odd man out in that equation. Um, You know, I just think that there's a pretty good defense brewing uh, there in Denver. I know that Houston will be at home, but I think that his week-to-week consistency is a little bit less. And I think Warren going up against probably the worst run defense in football in the Cardinals at home. I like that setup better for him. So I would uh, leave Nico out.
1: Oh, man, Nico coming off of another really strong game. It is hard to keep that guy on the bench when he is playing, but uh, so good that's a good good problem to have, as they say, in the business. Uh Javante Williams or Zach Charbonnet is popping back up.
0: Uh it would be Javante for for me. Um the, the usage has been great and, and again I'm worried about um a lot of factors working against Charbonnet tonight.
1: Someone asked if they can ask about shadiness of trades, um, but that that was the entire question, so I don't... Have you, well, you I don't, deal don't a care lot for shady trades. trades. <laughs> <What do> you, <laughs> there's a, there, there was a scenario, and I'm not going to run down the whole scenario, but the, the, the general gist of it is that the person was not involved. They're in the league. The commissioner made a shady trade. Uh, enough people in the league wanted to veto it, and he's saying, nah, I'm good. Um, it, what do you do in that situation? I mean, I guess it all comes down to how well do you know each other, or these buddies, or I. like the advice I gave was just you ask for your money back if you feel like it's that unfair, and if they don't give it, then oh well, and just cut bait and find a new league. I mean, this yeah, is a it. game that you play.
0: I think that that's that's a a fair resolution to it. I I really only have one example to to point to on this. This was like eight years ago in a baseball league, and uh, the commish had a buddy in our our league uh, that no one else knew, and uh, the the buddy was not very active. The the commish was uh, screaming towards a playoff berth, and he was giving away like the husk of Albert Pujols and a couple other uh, has been's for you know guys that were clear studs at, at that time in 2015. We vetoed the trade, and uh, I've never really trusted him ever since.
1: It, it, you know, it can ruin friendships. You have to be careful about who you get into fantasy leagues with. Really vet these Amen. things. All right, before we let you go, your college football pick of the week against the spread. You call Don uh, covers the college football betting side of things over at RotoWire.com as well and we have quite the slate on saturday
0: yes cannot wait uh for, for the record uh, i play in a in a uh free pool with, with some buddies 10 games against the spread every week i just finished the season 84 and 46 that's a 65 percent wow clip. that was crazy i'll never have anything like that ever again i can promise you that but while we're hot we're going to try to stay hot right so I like Oregon to crush Washington this weekend. I think that they they um, they get Washington back in a little bit more uh, and probably force their way into the playoff, depending on what happens in front of them. So give me Washington. Then, if you want something a little bit uh, further uh, off the mainstream, looking at the Mountain West, the the title game created by a computer system. I like UNLV plus two and a half. Uh,
1: where I gotta get now? I gotta go like. Scroll down to the Mountain West. Oh, man. Oh, there they are. All right, UNLV, <laughs> they're playing Boise State. You like UNLV plus yes. two and a half. I'm not even going to ask we- you to analyze that. We'll just take your word for it because you've been so hot. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I mean, I, I can't give you
0: great, great analysis on that, but UNLV has been a covering machine. I think Boise State probably has a little bit more name recognition. That's why they're getting 80% of the money. UNLV, the better team this year.
1: The latest injury news, DFS advice and analysis. Get it all over at rotowire.com. John McKechnie, you can find him there. Just so you know, John, Nick Whalen's going to be hitting you up. I had to talk him off a couple of really bad picks in the Circa <laughs> contest. So see, uh, I'm curious to see where you land on those. All right, we'll report back, sure. sir. More in the zone next.
0: With Lucky landslots, slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.